This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I'm a huge, and growing up, I was a huge Ryan James Dio fan. And, and for many reasons. A, because he was, it was perfect timing for being a teenager, for, for holy diver and last in line to just destroy you. Uh, and then... I do, you know, it's a story I've told many times on the show about getting to meet Ronnie when I was 16 years old, walking out of Sandstone Amphitheater, and he, uh, I found a backstage pass, like, it straight out of a t- out of a video, right? Mm-hmm. Like, the little kid finds the pass and he gets to meet the rock star, but you, that's really how it went. You had the golden ticket. And he was incredibly nice, incredibly thoughtful. He knew I shouldn't be back there. I wasn't yeah. with somebody. I was a kid. Mm-hmm. And uh, I didn't, you know, I didn't know how to act or what to ask you, so you just... Belt, you know, just like so, like you know. <laughs> and now I'm just like, especially now that I'm an adult and I'm in the business, that you go, wow, how incredibly nice it was. He didn't just look at a security guard and have you whisked away. Yeah. You know, most band guys were looking for companionship or partying or doing whatever, but he saw there was a little kid and he was like, hey, he talked to me and gave me an autograph. Vivian Campbell was incredibly nice. Jimmy Bain was incredibly nice. You know, Apathy was incredibly nice. Yeah. But that was it. Left an incredible impression on a 16 year old kid that more than anything i wanted to be somehow some way a part of rock and roll and they let you actually have that moment yeah well but that reinforced everything right Mm -hmm. like i was i was destined for lower middle ground as a radio dj but (laughs) i got in there you know and uh god i loved him man our next guest is the wife of a man who many believe was one of the greatest voices in heavy metal history he is the late great ronnie james dio Now, to coincide with what would have been his 80th birthday, there is a new remixed super deluxe edition of his debut solo album Holy Diver, featuring outtakes, a live set and more. Please welcome, wife and manager of the legendary Ronnie James Dio, Wendy Dio. Welcome to the show. How are you? Thank you. I'm fine. How are you? I'm well, thank you. I, uh, we're just 
you know, as always, talking about how much we loved Ronnie and, and what a good human he was and, and, and how kind he was every time we ran across him. Yeah, he was a special person, definitely. He was. And, I, and I've, I've told you the story about when I was 16 years old, I found the backstage pass at Sandstone Amphitheater, and he was so good to a kid who shouldn't have been backstage and took time. I still, to this day, have the autograph that I borrowed from a pad he had in his pocket of one of those little notebooks. Those, <laughs> and, uh, and he and Vivian. That and, sounds just like Ronnie. He, was, uh, he, loved, his, he loved his fans. Uh, he was so much. He, he really was so special, and he just... What a voice, what a human being, and just, you know, you talk about Rainbow, and you think if anybody could, you could just get to Man on the Silver Mountain and make that your legacy would have been enough. But then yeah, they go to yeah. Sabbath and Mob Rules, and that, that song today still stands the test of time. Like, lyrically, it's more important today than it's ever been. And, you know... Yep, it's um, it's coming out, and I'm really excited about it. I think that Joe Berichi did an amazing job on the remix brought it up to date yeah and then last in line and holy diver were just scary enough with album covers and the subject matter was you were he was so good at lyrics that it just it yep. sh- your imagination went crazy when you were a kid listening to that <laughs> yeah and there's always something behind it it's like um you know the album cover it looks like a priest a good guy with mm-hmm. a bad guy drowning him but ronnie's always thing was don't judge a book by the cover how do you know that's a good guy just because he has a priest outfit on and how right. do you know that's a good guy just because he doesn't look right yeah you know, so here's here's a question the original art when that was made, because that's back before it was computer generated. Those were paintings, right? What? Where are those? Oh, absolutely. I have the original uh, Holy Diver hanging behind my desk. God, that's so amazing. Like, that's like, you just think that's, the, I mean, uh, there's pieces of rock and roll history, but that's so iconic. But to have that, that painting, that's incredible. Yes. I'm not going to part with it until I'm gone, and then hopefully it'll go into a museum. <laughs> I um, I, when you there was a big deal auction a few years back uh, of warehouse stuff, and uh, and I tried oh, like yeah. hell. Uh-huh. I, I tried to buy the dragon yes. head. I tried to buy that dragon head. <laughs> we had all that stuff stored for so many years, and it was just like taking up so much room. And I just felt the fans or whoever wanted it the, should have it. And it, a lot of it went to hard rock museums and different places. And uh, it, was, it was better than just being in the storage locker with no one seeing it. Oh, no, I've, uh, and I'm a collector. So I really, I had no idea what I wanted to do with it, but I knew I wanted it. And I got outbid, but I mean, I've got an old tour jacket from uh, a crew member. I've got, you know, old laminates I bought from over the years and, you know, the autograph that Ronnie gave me and, and old interviews that he did with the show here. And uh, it's funny to look at him because it's just, you're right. There'll never be another voice like that. There'll never be another performer like that. No, no, he was special, he was very special. We have a documentary coming out. They'll be in the, uh, be coming out in the fall. Excellent. So hopefully you would like that. I hope so. Oh, I can't wait to see that. It's uh, Dreamers, Dreamos, Dio, Dreamers Never Dying, correct? Correct, yes. And uh, Rainbow in the Dark, of course, the book, you wrote, it, it, the book is really great. I'm glad it got finished. Oh, yeah, me too. Me too. I was happy with, uh, with the outcome, and uh, it did, it's doing very well, and um, we're happy with, the, with what the sales are. I think it's over 12,000 right now. Excellent. So we're happy with that, and, um, 
you know, looking forward to keeping Ronnie's music and his memory alive in any way I can. Well, and how great is it? Now, tell me about Stranger Things. The the kid, Eddie Munson, of course, there's a lot of talk about Metallica. There's an Anthrax fistful of metal poster on the kid's wall. But he's wearing a Dio jacket. Now, what I had read was that you or, or the organization had sent that jacket to him. I did. No, it wasn't the jacket, but the oh, T-shirt. And the they t-shirt. made the jacket okay. and put the T-shirt. It was an old uh, original T-shirt that they cut up and put on the back of the of his uh, his vest. God, Ronnie would have loved that. Oh, he would have loved it. He would have loved Stranger Things. That was just the things he loved. He loved science fiction. He loved Stranger Things. He loved all uh, you know all those kinds of things. He he just loved. He read a book a day. He was so you know. He felt that that uh, gave him more word power, as he would put it. If he read a book a day, then he would find more and more words. (laughs) Absolutely. And it's true, right? I mean, you learn there's different phrasing, and the way somebody else may turn a phrase becomes very exciting to you as a lyricist. And Ronnie took great care with the stories that he told with songs. Absolutely. Absolutely. He always always uplifting, always, you know, carry on and don't let somebody dampen your dreams. Yes, yeah, and he, uh, and of course, he always had great players, and uh, it's funny. Oh, yeah. I, was, I was talking to. Uh, let me talk about this real quick. Cause I don't want. There's so many things I want to say, but that super deluxe edition, uh, Holy Diver, that's coming out. It's also it's four CDs or two LPs, correct? Yes, yes, and, and the uh, <clears throat> one is uh, remixed by Joe Barishi, uh, which uh, is brought up to into modern times, and. Uh, I was very happy with it. I think Ronnie would be very proud of what Joe did. Uh, it's really in your face. Well, and I'll be ordering both because I want the CDs to listen to, but I want the uh, the vinyl to put into my vinyl collection. Absolutely, isn't it great? The vinyls come back. Yes. Oh, I loved it. it's so much to read. The, you'd open up and read the liner notes and the lyrics and and who is getting thanked, and I wonder what they do. And it was just this world that you could only imagine. Yeah. Yeah. It was. It was really. Yeah, Ronnie always loved it. He loved the vinyls because you, you or the LPs because you could see, you know, the artwork. He loved yeah. the artwork on a cover. He'd buy an album sometimes just for the artwork. Uh, me too. Me too. Are you kidding me? That's how I bought. I think my first Megadeth record because it had a <laughs> this terrible skull, and it was. It was just. But, I was, <laughs> you know, but you're 15. You're like skulls. This has got to be good, you know, and. Yep, yep, exactly, yeah. And then it was such a shame when it came into cassette and yeah. CD. It was all crunched down and you could hardly see it. Yeah, no, I, I, I love it so much. If you just joined the show, the great Wendy Dio. And uh, you've, you know, you've had an incredible career yourself. You managed Ronnie, games like Rough Cut. Uh, I know my friend Jizzy Pearl used to live with me here in Kansas City for a short time. You know, you you worked with uh, Love Hate for a short time and, and put Jizzy out on the hologram tour, opening up. And uh, I know he's always appreciated that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yes. I keep trying to retire, but they won't let me. (laughs) (laughs) You know why? Because, listen, they don't make them like you anymore either. There's just a lack of of hard, know how to get it done, cut through the BS people and managers in this world, you know, that do it for the right reasons. That's right. That's right. And it's tough. You know, for you. I, I mean, work hard, but I'm really pleased to see what uh, Rhino has been doing an amazing job with this. The people there are so fantastic right now. They've been just doing an amazing job, and I couldn't be happier. Well, I'll tell you, I, uh, I'm sure Ronnie would be very pleased with his legacy. And I, even, I think he would. I think he would. I even looked up, and that sounds morbid. I was looking at his grave at Forest Lawn. I was looking, I looked it up online. I thought that, that tomb, that mausoleum was so fitting. It was such a Ronnie James Dio. 
I was like, I was, it made, for whatever reason, it made me happy. I was like, now that's proper. That's a proper way. I think that's what he wanted to do, was to make people happy. That's exactly what he wanted to do. Yeah. I mean, uh, again, I'm such a weirdo fan, Wendy, that uh, I uh, actually own one of the 30 ASG Dio uh, Holy Diver guitars. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, cool. I, I've just collect. I'm telling you, like, I've, I've, I was such a huge fan of him as a human being. He was so kind to me as a kid. And then as I got into the business, we'd do these interviews and, you know, he was just such a great storyteller and so open and honest and, and willing to talk that he was, he was a joy to, to know in any way. But that's what it's all about, enjoying what we do, right? Right. Abs- indeed. Well, look, Wendy, I-, I know you've got a lot of press to do, but Holy Diver, Super Deluxe Edition out now. I'm going to order mine, and uh, I hope everybody does. And I, hope, I hope a whole new generation, between Stranger Things and, and hearing about this, learn about Dio and go find out, because he was he was a monster. Yes, he was. They broke the mold. Yeah. All right. Take care, my friend. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for your support. Appreciate it very much, Johnny. Thanks a lot. Take care. What you think about? Very few people get to that level, and and not just Dio, but Sabbath, but. You know, you, you talk about Rainbow. These were hugely important to rock and roll. You put your stamp on big moments. And then and into things like, you know, then we're a band like Jack Black and Kyle Gass at Tenacious D do the Dio song. Or Stranger Things, years after you die, they, the kid's wearing the shirt that his wife, the manager, gave so they could do that. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's, it is truly a fantastic legacy for him. And, and by the way, that's not BS. Uh, I will be buying two of those. I'll buy the vinyl and I'll buy the CD and I do owe the, uh, so this is the guitar. I like pulled it up. See that? Oh, that's a fantastic guitar. Yep. <laughs> so that's it's 30, really cool. I have a, I can't remember what number mine is. 16, 17, a 30. That's impressive. Yeah. And Jesse kicked me right in the balls. Jesse James Dupree. <laughs> I'm pretty proud of it, right? Right. I was like, it was, and actually of all things, Doc Malley, my friend Doc gave it to me. It was a gift from him, and, mm-hmm. and I, because I told him I was looking to buy one, and I, and I'm showing him, and he just, it's, it, he didn't even mean to do it. He goes, "That's pretty nice." He goes, "Ronnie played guitar." I go, "No, dick." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he just let all the air out of me. I was like. Oh, now now it makes me laugh. Every time I see it, I'm like, oh, Ronnie played, Ronnie played, Ronnie played guitar. <laughs> no, it's just a really cool thing. Damn you. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Calling all pop culture enthusiasts. Are you obsessed with all things celebrity? Do you live for the drama, the laughs, and the unexpected moments that unfold on social media? 
then you're going to want to tune into the Comments by Celebs podcast. Join us three times a week as we deep dive into every aspect of pop culture. Whether it's dissecting the latest trends or just chatting about your favorite celebs, Comments by Celebs has you covered. We have new episodes out every week. Follow and listen to Comments by Celebs on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.